0: Hey everybody, don't forget there is still time to vote in the Cult MTL Best of Montreal poll, the annual readers poll nominate us for best podcast make sure to fill in at least 25 categories otherwise they will not count your ballot if you want a list of things you can vote for
1: please god no
0: (laughs) i'm not gonna do it again this week but you can go back and listen to last week's intro where uh we rattled off like 40 of them for you we we heavy scare quotes listen i i did my my best, my darndest <laughs> as a member of this community.
1: Nobody rattles quite like Tom. If you'd like to put in top 25 power outages for 2023, oh boy.
0: Oh, baby, I love having electricity again.
1: Uh, we really hope that you have electricity again. We're really glad that we have electricity again, because if we didn't, we would not be able to record this. We were one of the lucky ones, folks. We were only out of power for about 35 hours, but there are a lot of people out there who are still out of power. Mm-hmm. So, you know, solidarity to all in Quebec who have been affected by this ice storm, because yowzy yeah. bowsy, that was not a nice way to enter April.
0: Yowzy bowsy. You know it is a nice way to enter April? With this sick track from from Zach Engels, cue the music.
1: I'm Tefera Jemian.
0: Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni.
1: And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome.
0: This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great.
1: Every week we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, piece of food media, or competitive food bracket face-off, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule?
0: You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food.
1: Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area.
0: So folks, it's that special time of year again where 16 foods go head-to-head in intense matchups, while we call up special guest judges to help us decide which one gets crowned food of the year and which one gets lovingly tucked away into the back corner of the fridge to- till next garbage day or maybe the garbage day after that maybe the next ice storm (laughs) (laughs) Yankees. the winner gets bragging rights a guaranteed spot in next year's tournament and of course a whole lot of extra content dedicated to it for the rest of our 2023 season this is munch madness this is the second quarterfinal episode
1: it's getting real folks yeah it's it's getting it's simmering this is it it's it's almost ready it's, it's coming gonna to be boil. fork tender soon
0: <laughs> stick a fork in me i'm fork tender soon uh yeah so th- that's it folks after today's episode we will hopefully know who are the four competitors moving on to our semi-final unless there's a tie in which case we will know three out of four uh, or two out of four I, g- I guess we could know nothing at the end of this one
1: break that math down for us <laughs> how does this work <laughs>
0: Basically, uh, after this episode, or possibly at the start of next week, we will know who our four semifinalists are. And I hope it's at the end of this one, because our semifinal is next week.
1: It'd be convenient. That's not an appropriate noise to make there. That wasn't the... Yeah. I'm not really sure. That's okay. I'm tired. All right.
0: It's been a long week. We lost power for a hot minute.
1: It's Easter... Sunday it's
0: Easter Sunday it, it's Easter
1: it's, it's Passover Easter
0: it's Ramadan it's the anniversary of Margaret Thatcher's death. you know death. what's
1: very stressful is it being both Easter and Passover so I'm both making traditional Easter bread like Armenian Easter bread, and also you're not eating
0: bread. Yeah, you're making all this lovely food, and I'm sitting here eating fucking matzah and loving it, but also weeping.
1: Well, isn't that the Jewish experience? Am <laughs> oh, I allowed to say that?
0: <laughs> I whatever. <laughs> Why not the the whole the whole thing is that you eat the things and you're you feel. Connected to the the past and you know to, what, the, to the less wonderful times, you know?
1: You know what we do have in common, though, mm-hmm. is eggs. It's true. Hard-boiled eggs Yeah, are in common.
0: It's true. Um, we, I haven't seen anybody with an Easter egg on their Seder plate yet this year, but I'm sure we will.
1: You know what isn't on any of the rosters this year?
0: <laughs> hard-boiled eggs?
1: Hard-boiled eggs. Nobody wants your <laughs> hard-boiled eggs. You know what else isn't on the rosters?
0: Um, uh, horseradish?
1: Matzah. Yeah. You know what is on the rosters? Bread? Mm-hmm.
0: It's true. And you know, folks, uh, we have bread going up today in a quarterfinal matchup. That's a repeat of last year's title match. Uh, it is going against last year's runner-up, coffee. Which is uh, exciting.
1: Listen, it's always a match. It's yeah. always it's always a big one. These are two big boys. These are two heavyweight champs. These are two boxer Roonies. These are two kangaroos in a boxing ring. These are two big, brawny, beefy contenders going at it for the cup.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's it. We will see what happens. Uh, it's it's nice that they can't go against each other in the finale again this year because that would have felt a little anticlimactic.
1: I mean, who who knows, right? We'll see. Maybe they'll just they maybe can't. they'll just tie themselves up to the bitter end and go down together.
0: I feel like if if there's a tie, like a true tie, and we don't get a successful tiebreaker, we have to fusion the items together, right? And create a whole new competitor. Coffee cake? Coffee cake? <laughs> I would say tiramisu. Ooh. Ooh. Huh? Huh? Or
1: just like French breakfast.
0: French breakfast.
1: <laughs> you got your baguette, you got your coffee.
0: Yeah. Sounds pretty fucking good to me. Um, so, folks,
1: is this really how you want to see this go? Do you want to have French breakfast in the title <laughs> match? I don't. Or do you want to vote? I don't even know if you have to vote. Let's find out.
0: Let's, okay. There was a chance. There, We got close to having a true tie. After last week's first quarterfinal yeah. episode Because uh, we, we had the conclusion of one of our two matchups last week But Hot Sauce versus Honey was not figured out Now, if Hot Sauce and Honey had been a true tie Maybe Hot Honey could have moved on into the semis, right? As a little compromise
1: Woo baby
0: But uh, while for a good chunk of the voting time They did have like a pretty even head-to-head thing going uh, Hot Sauce pulled ahead at the end
1: I just I just need to point out that Hot Honey and French Breakfast could both be fantastic burlesque names.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Hot Sauce wins with 57% of the vote and 56% of the vote on the other platform. I don't remember which was Twitter, which was Instagram. Basically, but, just under
1: yeah. 60% on both platforms. We got a, a, a win, but a just eked out a win there. Hot yeah. Sauce really just barely edged Honey right to the edge. yeah. With fiery, sticky, sweet goodness, and hot sauce will progress.
0: This is a mess. Hot sauce will move on to the next round. Hot sauce is the winner of the uh people's choice bracket. Uh, and hot sauce will be going up against the winner of the champions division.
1: Today. Ooh damn. So that's what? That's that's coffee that's, or bread. Coffee or bread.
0: So whichever one of those moves on will go up against hot sauce in the next round. You know round. I
1: don't think I mean, like, I hate to malign hot sauce this early in the game, but I don't think hot sauce is going to beat either of those champs.
0: Where I'm at is that I could see hot sauce beating coffee easier than Mm. I could see it beating bread.
1: Definitely, but the thought of having a hot sauce versus coffee bracket gives me acid reflux. Yeah,
0: honestly. (laughs) But that is not today's matchup. That doesn't matter today. What matters today is coffee versus bread and Pasta versus rice, our right in division.
1: Which soothes my acid reflux.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, lots of grain going on today.
1: That's a grainy kind of day.
0: Four grains, really.
1: Passover, Easter? Yeah. Did you just call a copy? Oh, it is. Yeah. All right, let's see which grain supreme in this oh, matchup.
0: God, I end feel like me. You, I feel like you and I have completely switched roles today. I'm going to uh, bibbity boo zippity-zap. <laughs> Let's throw it to our first guest, Judd. All right, our first guest here on this quarterfinal episode of Munch Madness is none other than Dalton DeShane of Dalton DeShane and the Traveling Show and of course of the B69s, host of Are You Afraid of the Dark Universe podcast and creator of the anthology horror comic Monocle. Dalton, thank you for being here.
2: Of course, I would not miss it for the world. I am so honored to have my voice heard um, in this prestigious bracket. I'm very excited for this.
0: (laughs) We have uh, two extremely important matchups today and that is the... uh, so the quarterfinals is when we find out which contenders are the like winners of their respective divisions. Okay, in the bracket right. So after this, they start going against people from other you know sections of the grocery store. I get not even, uh, you know what I mean. Like the the you know it, it's where the divisions finally are decided and then start to meet up next week. So. It's big, and uh, this one has two of the bigger ones, and that is the Raiden division and the champions division. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, this episode kind of like decides the fate of last year's champ, potentially. And who was last year's champ?
2: Bread. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's a lot of pressure.
0: It's big. It's a big episode, but we don't have to deal with bread yet, because it's going to be the second one we deal with today. Okay, okay. The first thing, the, the first immense pressure that you have to deal with is helping us figure out... Who moves forward in our write-in division. This is, of course, foods that were so popular with our audience that uh, they were written in to the ballot box. Wow! And that is Pasta, who was actually our winner in 2020, I want to say. Okay. Uh, versus Rice, who has been a like, quarter finalist and or semifinalist basically every year, but has never taken the title. Wow.
2: So... Who's your pick in that massive grain matchup, and why? Now, this might make some people mad, but for me, this is an easy one, and it's got to go to pasta. I- I'll be honest; I'm not really a rice guy. Rice, to me, like if I'm if I'm going for a grain of that kind, I would rather do like a quinoa for which I know it like isn't like directly replaceable for for rice, but like. I feel like in that world, that's where I'd, I, I feel like that has more flavor. Rice to me is just sort of, it's it's more of a um, a, a, a vessel for other flavors, mm. right? It's it's just it's the delivery method. It's what the sauce soaks into, you know, um, and it, it's just a way to kind of mop all that up. Versus pasta, I feel like if you're having like. And alfredo pasta the pasta isn't just there to deliver the alfredo to your mouth the pasta is part of the equation like the pasta is uh. doing a lot of work um so if it's just if it's not a specific rice dish versus a specific pasta dish if it's just pasta versus rice pasta to me feels like a food that i will go to bat for that i feel like is an essential part of every pasta dish. And there's so many variants, you know, of course there's a million different kinds of pasta. You can, you know, uh, pick your favorites, everyone, you know, it's a totally different experience getting like a gnocchi versus a linguine, right. You know, like there's, there's so much to go there, but, and, and maybe I just have more, I have, I have more limited experience with rice as someone who doesn't, uh, who is a, a, a recent I think we might have talked about this on my episode how more recent to the Asian food world. And so this this might just be pure Western ignorance on my part. But for me, rice has never been an essential part of most of my meals. but I but you get a I, I get a craving for pasta. I'll be like, tonight's sure. a pasta night. I need that pasta. I never get a craving for a rice dish. Mm. Because of the rice at least, you know? Sure.
0: Yeah, I think I hear what you're saying. Because they're they are very similar in terms of like being a vessel for the like sauce and, and mm-hmm. ingredients that go along with them. But I think you're absolutely right that like pasta as a as an ingredient on its own feels more substantial, feels more exciting, feels like it has more to give than rice does on its own. Yeah. Which like I don't know i i maybe maybe that can be challenged by the fact that there's also like hundreds of different kinds of rice and some of them might be nicer on their own than
2: others but like i'm sure there's a a yeah a hundred types of rice i just haven't tried and again this so this might just be ignorance for me i think of rice as a blank canvas which in in some cases might be a strength right because you can kind of Uh, you can make that malleable into whatever you kind of need it to be as the sort of grain anchor to this dish, but it's not going to make me pick it as my favorite because it's so, it's such a blank canvas. I'm going to go with something that, that I feel like has a a little bit more personality to it Mm -hmm. where the pasta is the thing I'm looking for, you know, but (laughs) again, I'm sorry if this is, I will try more rice dishes this year. I promise. But, uh, (laughs) At, through my limited experience window i have to go pasta
0: okay i mean fair enough like I, yeah it it's tricky i don't know where i would fall on this one cuz like yeah. i mean i work in a pasta shop i kind of know where i would fall on this <laughs> one but like that removed from the equation like rice is great and i i do love rice and i do eat a lot of rice and i i feel like rice by virtue of being like so important to so much of the world would maybe skew my vote a little bit, but on a personal like, in terms of like which one I I feen for more often, despite the fact that I get pasta for lunch for free every day at work, I still crave it more than I crave rice.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing is like I don't, I just don't have rice cravings, and maybe it's because I haven't had the right rice,s but I get pasta cravings for all different kinds of pasta, and so you know, I just, I mean, just last weekend I had to order some gnocchi as I was like, sure. it's. I know it doesn't travel well, but I need it. Sure, you know. Yeah, I mean that's it, right? Like, and and that's something the that rice has going
0: for that it. That's true. Does yeah. like takeout rice tends to to survive in those containers better than pasta does, like and, across the board.
2: Yeah, rice, rice, uh, a strength in rice's column is that kind of no matter uh, once it's prepared well, kind of no matter what you do to it, it's going to be good. But like pasta, mm-hmm. like pasta's fragile. You know, like it, there's a lot of ways, even if it is prepared, right? Like if it just travels too long, if it cools down wrong, if like, Mm. if the sauces don't mix quite well, like then the whole thing is kind of thrown off while, while, you know, rice is kind of, uh, rice is sturdier. It has an endurance to it for sure. Yeah, It's, it's more, (laughs) it's, it's more durable, but I still got to go pasta.
0: Yeah, I mean, fair enough. That's it. Like, I get that. Yeah, I, I think I could sit here naming reasons to vote for rice for hours and then still end up voting for pasta just because it's the one that makes my tummy go, yay. <laughs> That's all it takes sometimes. <laughs> all right, so a vote for pasta. That is exciting. Not necessarily unprecedented. Mm-hmm. I, based on the seating here, pasta was the more popular write-in choice and,
2: as previously stated, is a
0: past uh, champ. So, rice is kind of an
2: always the bridesmaid never the bride situation so far but maybe this year we'll turn it around i don't know
0: well that's it we'll see you're not the only judge on this episode right so there there's still a chance for this to go to a tie and for uh you know the listeners to vote overwhelmingly in favor of rice we'll see we'll see our next matchup this is the big one this is the title match once yeah. again uh we have last year's winner and last year's runner-up actually we have we have the first and second seed of the champions division so our wow. our champ bread versus last year's runner-up coffee who's your pick here and why this is
2: really brock lesnar versus roman reigns here the two is. the two current titans this one was a lot tougher because these are two of my favorite foods <laughs> Um, I can see why they've been champions. And while I have made a decision, I don't want it to sound like I'm, I've made it lightly. Sure. Uh, these are razor thin margins here. Mm-hmm. Um, but one does have to come out on top. And here's how I decided. Bread, which I love, which I <laughs> Uh To quote Oprah Winfrey, I love <laughs> bread. But <laughs> in the immortal words, but I was thinking of of the bread usage, and uh, I love almost every kind of bread. I don't know if I've met a bread I don't like. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're talking mostly about bread. In a lot of cases, it's it's a it's a sandwich, uh, you know, piece. Mm. Even you you could even you. Could, I will make the argument that toast is even an open face sandwich. Uh, plain toast is an open face butter sandwich. Okay, um, it is. <laughs> It is something that we are... We are uh, mo- Most of the time, you're not just eating a slice of bread. Now, sometimes sure. that, if you're going to a fresh bakery, it's really good bread. You might just chow down on a piece of bread. But mostly, it's, uh, it's, it's being used to deliver... Sort of like we said with rice, it's delivering other condiments, meats, cheeses, um, mm-hmm. whatever you want. The only thing that I would say is a knock is that there are bread replacements. Mm. Which is to say, you can get a wrap... And a wrap is not significantly worse than a sandwich. Like if I go to a deli, sometimes it is a, a, a challenge to be like, well, do I want the turkey club on the hero or do I want a turkey club wrap? The wrap, sure. of course, is going to be a little healthier and it doesn't give you the, the fluffy, you know, kind of uh, the, the extra oomph that bread does. But it's not terrible. It's not like you're making a sacrifice by, right. by having the wrap instead. <laughs> With coffee... There is no replacement for coffee. Mm-hmm. And I will say, I have tried. I was a decaf person for years, and I went, I tried matcha tea, I tried black teas, I went to herbal teas, and I like teas, but they are not the same experience as having a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. That is a very singular experience. And I, I don't, I assume, we're, are we counting espresso under the coffee umbrella? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There is no substitute. I tried finding a substitute for years and until even in my decaf days, I, w- I just went to decaf coffee because I was like, mm. there is there is nothing that is going to satisfy the craving of getting up in the morning and having a cup of coffee. Um, yeah. It's just not going to happen. And so for this reason alone, because I love coffee and I love bread, but I- in a world in which bread was taken away from me, I feel like I would have alternatives And uh, I would miss bread. I would miss bread terribly. I would cry myself to sleep every night. But life would go on. Hmm. Life would not go on without coffee. I I would be lost. My mornings would be in shambles. I would not start my day out correctly. And I would just be stumbling through each day in a daze until I could go to bed and repeat it the next day. So... For that reason alone, I have to give this one to coffee.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's it, right? Like, this is, I've said it before, I'll say it again, this, like, this matchup is, <laughs> this matchup plus pasta is the three things that I consistently eat on a daily basis.
2: <laughs> yes. Like... Well, and if, even in that thing, like, if you're if you're craving, like, carbs, you yeah. know, like, you can go to pasta instead of yeah. bread. Like, there are, there are, whatever it is from bread that you're looking for, you can, you can approximate it elsewhere, uh and it won't be the same experience, but it'll be something. You're
0: you're exactly right that like there is no substitute for coffee. Like I've I've cut back significantly on my coffee consumption over the past, you know, few months, several months, I don't know, time is meaningless. <laughs> and like the the only thing that I've managed to do to like substitute coffee in any capacity is that I'm drinking more water now. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm starting to get tired at work, I don't just go, okay, another cup of coffee and end up drinking like six or seven in a day. I go, okay, gonna drink a glass of water. That'll get me through. And I like push the coffee off until the afternoon and then I have my next cup. And like, it's not the same, but I feel better because having seven cups of coffee a day makes my anxiety way worse. And having like two or three makes me a functional human
2: being. Well, and that's the thing. (laughs) Let's, let's Let's clarify, there are ways to approximate the impact of coffee right you can get your caffeine intake elsewhere you can you know slam a couple mountain dews you can um you know uh you could do the the matcha or the black tea or like and you and you'll get your caffeine that way you'll get your boost you'll get through the day but that's not all that coffee is right coffee is the flavor it's the ritual it is the smell it is all of that stuff. And that's why like that's why I did decaf coffee for so long, because I wasn't doing it to get the caffeine boost. I was getting it to have a cup of coffee. And so uh yes, you can approximate that caffeine, but but the whole experience can't be replicated anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And now
0: like I feel a little bit funny, like in a in a this is oddly appropriate way about the idea of bread potentially getting knocked out in this week's episode because this episode is coming out during Passover and I feel like that would be (laughs) thematically very appropriate Yes, Um, but like I I also I don't know we'll see how it goes right because like the other guest on this episode I don't know how they're going to vote I don't know what's going to happen they they might go that direction they might They might want to see bread make a repeat victory this year. I have no idea.
2: And I would not be upset to see a bread victory here. Like I said, you know, these are both winners. These are both champions. Um, It's a shame that only one of them can move forward. Um, But I got to go with my heart here, and my heart belongs to coffee. Fair enough.
0: All right. So pasta and coffee mm-hmm this is exciting for me because I think this is how I would have voted oh wow like when push comes to shove like I <laughs> I yeah I because I I want I would like to see coffee get the victory that it had stolen from it last year
2: also coffee versus <laughs> pasta would be a, a big matchup if oh, those two go forward I mean yeah again I know how I'd vote but uh <laughs> but that's that's a that's a showdown for the ages
0: well, hypothetically, you know, you're not going to be the, the person who votes on that matchup because I no. don't repeat judges during the season. No, 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 no. So, but I know how I would, how would vote. You, yeah. How would you but do it if you if you had coffee versus pasta? What's your uh, what's I think your for the there? same
2: reasons I would have to go to co- go with coffee. You know, just sure. coffee is such a singular, irreplaceable item. And uh, that's not super common. You know, I feel like a lot of mm-hmm. foods have substitutions, you know, Um And, uh, sort of alternatives, uh, to kind of get the same things out of, but, but coffee really does feel like a one of a kind, um, item, um, at least in my experience, some people, you know, like those crazy Brits, you know, prefer their tea, you know, and I'm, you know, God love them, but I don't get it.
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I have, I have a coworker who doesn't drink coffee, but has tea every morning and like good for her. The caffeine, the caffeine gets the job done. I don't get it. My my boss doesn't drink coffee at all. Not a tea guy either. He just he just wakes up and is awake and functional. And I'm I, like, God, what yeah. is that
2: brain like? <laughs> I I can't relate. No.
0: For some behind the scenes, because we're we're recording in advance now, we've we've reached the point where we're able to start recording a little in advance. I have three recordings scheduled in the next week, and I'm not a hundred percent sure who is voting on which matchups in any of them because I'm kind of just doing them in chronological order, and people have like things around a little bit so i'm like I don't, I don't know what's going on anymore
2: it's good keep the tensions high a little bit
0: it also means people are getting less notice about what they're voting on than uh, in previous rounds so we're getting maybe more like gut reaction and less like you know heavily steeped in in thought reaction i don't know
2: i and i think you know uh when it comes to food the gut is where the reaction should be go with your gut to hell with your heart <laughs>
0: dalton if people want to follow your heart uh, where can they find you? What can they check out of yours that you want them to check out?
2: You, you know? can follow both my heart and gut uh, at Dalton DeShane on all platforms. That is D-A-L-T-O-N-D-E-S-C-H-A-I-N, like Deschain. You can listen to my music on all streaming platforms. Just search Dalton DeShane. Uh, I am currently working on writing a new album right now, but it won't be out for a long time. Um, and you can listen to my podcast, Are You Afraid of the Dark Universe, where myself and Dylan Roth are basically creating a MCU-like horror franchise of monster movies uh, inspired by Universal Studios' Dark Universe project, which failed. By the time this comes out, it's either about to drop or will have just dropped, but we're doing a black La- a Creature from the Black Lagoon episode, and I am pitching uh, basically a uh, like 60-page scriptment for... A updated retelling of the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, it's very fun. I'm very proud of it. It is trans as all hell, um, and you can find it on uh, your favorite podcast app. I'm very excited. Yeah, you guys got to check that out. That's a very fun show. If you're looking for a good jumping on point, the Black Lagoon is actually a really good, good jumping on point. And so and so is our Invisible Man episode, which features John C. Riley as an Invisible Man uh, who is. Naked and doing slapstick comedy, and it's a very fun time. And uh,
0: who, who does it feature as John C. Riley?
2: I am playing John C. Riley, <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, because we basically, me and Dylan have to do all of the voices.
0: That's that's even better, honestly.
2: I especially <laughs> because Dylan just did one that takes place entirely in England, and I cannot do English accents, and we actually have a lot of British fans. And we were so scared that they were all going to stop listening because we we're both doing terrible British accents for the whole episode.
0: The thing about terrible British accents is that if British people had a problem listening to things that included terrible British accents, they wouldn't listen to like half of content produced by actual British people. <laughs> yeah, we would, never, we would never hear from them. <laughs> oh, there's a shot that I have fired at all of the United Kingdom. On that note, Dalton, thanks. This was great.
2: Thank you for having me. Uh, I eagerly anticipate seeing the results of this of this round <laughs>
0: Okay, thanks Dalton for casting those first couple of votes. It's going to be a mighty fine time seeing what happens in the second half Definitely of the show. could
1: see it going either way at this point, Tom. The competition is fierce, you know, this far along in the competition. It's really neck in neck. These contenders <laughs> are thirsty and hungry, and they want to win in order to be consumed by people all over the globe.
0: Yeah, I will say I, I, I think I'm fully aligned with Dalton's votes here, having seen him go for pasta. Having seen Dalton go for pasta and coffee, I'm like, yeah, okay, I eat both of those on a daily basis. Let's fucking go. Uh, But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, We'll see what happens.
1: I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't see any losers in this bracket. These are all strong, beefy, meaty (laughs) champion boys who I would be proud to have in my stable.
0: Yeah, these are the the meaty champions. You're not wrong. Honestly, like these four would have made sense to me as a semifinal... Absolutely. I feel like we're
1: having a semifinal on the quarterfinal level right now, and I don't even know where this is going to go from here. Like, this is so... I just... I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen athletes on the field playing this hard. Um, You know, they're really just pouring their hearts out on the field. They're Mm -hmm. giving that to us, and I just feel so honored that I get to witness this matchup of champions in 2023.
0: Clear plates, full bellies, can't lose. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, All right. So, welcome to the mid-roll, folks. This is the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money And by shamelessly, I mean with a little bit of shame. And by give us money, I mean support us in whatever way you think you possibly can. Uh, If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so you never miss a new episode. Maybe you're hitting follow. Maybe you're just checking a checkmark. All the podcatchers have different kind of lingo for it, you know?
1: Yeah, but you know, the it's clear what you have to do to give us a little ding support.
0: Yeah, yeah. give us your little ding and support <laughs> us. And while you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you're an Apple Podcast user, because uh, that really helps our visibility. Uh, or if you're not an Apple Podcast user, share this episode with a friend. Maybe share this episode with a friend who um, likes the B-52s.
1: Yeah. Or likes to beef up the competition. Share this with. See
0: what I did Ooh, share this episode with your most muscular friend. Tell them that they got to listen to it while they work out.
1: And tell them they got to listen to the mid-roll at least to understand why you're sending it to them.
0: Exactly. That's it. Uh,
1: And you can also, you know, if you don't have any friends or you don't really know, none of them are muscular, Mm. um, you can always just share this to your social media story. um, Give us a little tag on Twitter. Any kind of visibility helps. Um, (laughs) uh, Vote for us on Cult MTL's Best of Montreal. Um, Throw us into Forbes 30 Under 30. Tom can still make it.
0: Oh, Uh uh-oh. I got a new goal for the next, like, nine months.
1: Nine months?
0: Six, five. Oh, no. I got to get started. Oh, shit. Forbes.
1: (laughs) Tom's almost 30. Give us money. Oh, no. Well, there's
0: always 40 under 40, right? I've got a bit of time for that.
1: Anyway, uh, money us up, daddy, because we need those good coin suds
0: gross listen if you're a big muscular muscle pal and you're listening to this and you're like flexing and we can see all your rippling my muscles if you're just full of gains and you're swole as heck and maybe your wallet's swole too listen why don't you come hold us tenderly in your firm strong arms and give us a little help financially or emotionally support our show be it with money or with hugs and words of kindness. (laughs) Show us where your muscles and your heart meet as one with our heart.
1: No, just give us money.
0: Yeah, I mean, that works too. <laughs> Look, for every new rating and review we get during the month of April, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need. So by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating and review of the show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. The only way to turn 0 into 6 otherwise is to build muscle mass. And uh, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like going to the gym right now. Unless it's to meet up with you. So if that math is exciting for you, go do it. Teffer is making retching faces in the background. Why? do You don't like it when I talk to our muscly friends like this? I
1: can't even tell you how yucky the smooch sound was through the headphones.
0: <laughs> Listen, I'm just trying and to share a tender moment with I mean, our muscular pals.
1: I know your smooches are not yucky except through them. No, stop! No, 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 no. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll stop, I'll stop. You can put your headphones back on. I'm not going to make kissy sounds no more. You can read all about what the depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode.
1: Um, As previously alluded to, we are still trying to grow our Patreon to reach our $50 a month goal. And with that in mind, we actually got a new friend on our road to patreonicity. So thank you, Rachel, for joining our crew. Uh, When we get to $50 a month, we'll launch our No Bad Food Recipe Club, which you know you want. Mm -hmm. You know you want it. Each month. We'll post new recipes for you to try out And share with your friends and family If you aren't already a member Of our Patreon why not Go join at Patreon.com Slash no bad food pod And get our recipes today
0: Oh, You know the only thing you like better Than pumping iron is Getting enough iron in your diet And what (laughs) what if I promise you daddy What if I promise you we'll put a lot of spinach In our next recipe huh daddy do you want a little spinach i'm your very club?
1: anemic
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: patreon <laughs> let's get back to the show
1: judging on the quarterfinals with us today we have Trana wintour a comedian writer and montreal it girl tranna thank you so much for joining us
3: thanks so much for having me
1: so we're in the quarterfinals of Munch Madness now. Uh, Munch Madness is arguably the most important thing that happens in March worldwide. And we're at the quarterfinals now with some pretty heavy hitting contenders uh, trying to go to the semifinals. Do you feel, do you have strong feelings about food, Trana? Um,
3: I do, but I, I'm really more of like a pop culture girl. You know, okay. like that's really where like my big passion is. Mm-hmm but I do watch like a lot of Food Network shows. Like, I love food shows. Yeah. But like, I hate cooking, okay. and like, I love going out for like a nice dinner, especially when someone else is paying. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that like food is like the great passion of my life. But I am again like strangely, and I've always been like obsessed with the Food Network.
1: Well, I mean, who isn't like the? It's... I
3: know it's just so. <sighs> I don't know. Just it really sucks me in.
1: Yeah. They've got the drama. I don't know. It's a good It's a good network. But right? then there's
3: another part of me sometimes when I'm watching like food kind of shows or like competitions where like I just get like mad at the judges because I'm like you're being served all of this amazing stuff and you're like nitpicking mm. and like, you know, I'm just like just shut up and eat, you know.
1: <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it's all a winner. It's
3: all good. It's all a winner. Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. Well. Everybody can't be a winner today.
3: No, exactly. I I am getting into my like obnoxious Food Network judge mode.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Get into your judgy pants. We're going to get started. So for our first matchup, really like these, these are champions. All of these are champions. But our first (laughs) section is the write-in section. So these are foods that our listeners wanted to see in the competition this year. And so in the right in division, uh, to see who's going to go to the quarterfinals, we have pasta versus rice.
3: Yeah, those are two major staples.
1: Mm-hmm. Probably two of the most eaten foods in the world. Certainly two of the most eaten foods in my house.
3: Me too, honestly. Yeah. Like, I can't really think of anything that I make for myself dinner-wise that doesn't include one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to, like, find carb-free alternatives, but, like... It's impossible. Nothing can really replace these two staples. I just, I mean, pasta is such a comfort food. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there, I mean, obviously, like just comes in so many different varieties. And like you can stuff it with things, you can make ravioli and cannelloni. And mm-hmm. like, I feel like with pasta, the options are kind of endless. Mm-hmm. And you know, I guess, like, I don't know where your listeners would, like, sort of draw the line between, like, pasta and noodles and, like, are those kind of the same thing or, like, at least in the same family. So I just feel like, you know, with that sort of dimension, it mm-hmm. just extends itself that much further. Whereas with rice, which I do love, and I'm I'm Middle Eastern, so there is this kind of rice called, um, well, I'm, I'm probably going to, like, horribly pronounce it but it's pronounced rose hashwa. Okay. And it's basically like meat rice. So it's basically rice, but that has like ground beef, like cooked ground beef mixed in with it. And usually like you add pine nuts to it. And there's like, you know, like yeah. some like flavoring and like bouillon going into that. And like, that's like been one of my like favorite comfort foods, like my entire life.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: But rice on its own is... Mm-hmm to me, not as good as like pasta on its own. Mm
1: -hmm. Like if I
3: had to have like, if I had to have one or the other without sort of like anything added to it, I think that I would probably choose pasta.
1: Fair enough. There's really like nothing quite like just buttered noodles or even just like olive oil. Yeah, exactly.
3: Whereas like if I'm eating a bowl of like just plain rice, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's like if I would enjoy it as much. And again, I just feel like there's so much to me, pasta is just more exciting in terms of, like, what you can do with it.
1: Absolutely. I love that you're saying this because one of our past judges, um, cup de- Cupcake Dex, basically spent, like, 10 minutes talking to me about how she could just eat bowls of plain rice every day and be happy. Really? Um, so I'm I... really happy that we're having this, like, new. No, I'm the opposite. Here. Yeah. I'm
3: really the opposite. Like, I... <laughs> no, I don't see myself ever doing that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think the only time that I've ever really eaten just like a bowl of plain rice is like after being really sick. Yeah, And you're sort of just like readjusting your stomach to being normal again. Mm -hmm. So like, I think I also have that sort of like association. But I mean, like, I love a good stir fry, like, you know, but what is in a stir fry, what am I really being drawn to? It's like, It's the stuff that's on top of the rice, rice, you know, like the rice is just sort of this like almost it's like a vehicle, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just like transporting those things. Mm -hmm. But like the rice on its own, like, I don't know if that's enough for me.
1: The rice is about what's on top of it and the pasta is about the pasta. Does that sound about right? Yes, exactly.
3: Because I feel like when is rice ever really the star? sure but pasta can be the star in so many different contexts
1: Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah i mean certainly we were talking about the food network but like certainly what do people do to win competitions they make pasta in 20 minutes
3: exactly yes and people are always so
1: impressed that
3: like holy shit you just made fresh pasta in 20 minutes like you just said like there's there's something that's more impressive about it Mm -hmm. but maybe it's because we just take rice for granted you know What also really impresses the judges of the Food Network is like a perfect risotto that's like made in 20 minutes as well, because that's also extremely difficult. And maybe it's in that context where rice really can be a star Mm -hmm. is in a risotto, Mm
1: -hmm. which
3: admittedly is not something that I've had like a ton of in my life.
1: And you know what? It's your opinion that matters here. Ultimately, it's not the risotto loving populace.
3: (laughs) But again, even when you think about a risotto, like look at everything that has to go into that flavor-wise to get rice to its like star level.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Whereas, like pasta, you can literally just throw some sauce on it and that's it; it's done.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, it sounds like you have a pretty clear vote on this one.
3: I mean, to me, it's like it. To me, it's a clear cut. All right, it's pasta all the way. I'm sorry, rice. I love you too. But I just feel like rice compared to pasta is just, it's too basic. Yeah. It doesn't stand on its own in the same way that pasta does.
1: Lacks star quality.
3: It's, yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, the other judge I can tell you actually felt the same way. And I can tell okay. you that Pasta is now going to be advancing to the quarterfinals. Congratulations, uh, Pasta. Rice will be going home, but you know, I'm sure Rice is going to be back another year to fight another day. So in our second bracket, we have the champions division. And the champions division is the contenders who have made it through to the finals in the past. Okay. So for this bracket, we are down to two more heavy hitters who have always advanced really far in the competition before one was last year's winner bread versus coffee
3: right like so unrelated to each other yeah
1: (laughs) this is a tough one
3: yeah there's well i have to admit i don't know if i should admit it this early on in this process Mm -hmm. but i am not a coffee drinker okay i do not drink coffee at all at all Mm -hmm. I've never liked it I love the smell of
1: Mm -hmm. coffee
3: and I love coffee flavored things so like Mm -hmm. I love like coffee crisp is probably my favorite chocolate bar along with Kit Kat. But like Coffee Crisp is really up there. I love like a mocha flavored anything like a cupcake, a cookie, a cake anything, anything coffee flavored, coffee, like mocha flavored ice cream, Mm. I will eat that up. But I don't like drinking coffee. I just don't like the taste at all. And I know that that puts me in a very small minority of people. I have a friend of mine who is always on my case about (laughs) not being into coffee and like always trying to get me to be into it but I it's just not my thing at all
1: it doesn't have to be your thing it's okay for it not to be your thing
3: no totally and I mean like I'm not gonna force myself to drink it just to fit in Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. luckily
1: in the mornings
3: although I have to say like I used to be such a natural early riser and I still am I still wake up early every morning but now it just takes me like a long time to get out of bed yeah and maybe coffee would help with that but i feel like i don't want to go down that road i don't want to have that relationship with coffee
1: it doesn't it doesn't help
3: yeah it doesn't help and um,
1: i say this is someone who drinks a lot of coffee and also just <laughs> cannot get my ass out of bed in the morning
3: yeah but that doesn't mean that i'm giving bread my vote by default okay because bread deserves so much more than a default vote <laughs> and I would like to believe that even if I loved coffee, I don't think anything or very few things could surpass my love of bread. Like, you know, that famous like Oprah theme and quote, like, I love bread. Like, I (laughs) feel so seen by that. I love bread. I eat way too much of it. Um, I could literally eat a slice of good bread or even not so good bread Mm -hmm. totally plain you know what i mean like i could just eat that with nothing on it not even toasting it like i just love bread so much and i love it really in all forms like whether it's rye bread or i love a pumpernickel Mm -hmm. i love like any sort of like artisanal fancy loaf but i don't even know what it is if it has like (laughs) cranberries in it. If I even love raisin bread. Like, I don't think I've ever met a bread that I didn't love. Mm -hmm. And there's so much you can do with bread. I mean, like it is the basis of all of the best things. Like what is a burger without a good bun? Mm -hmm. What is, I mean, what is a sandwich? I don't like, I don't want to hear about a lettuce bun. I'm sorry. Like don't even try to replace bread with lettuce. Mm-hmm. I am not here for that and never will be. It's just like bread, I mean, like bread, even, you know, like thinking about like a good pizza dough, like that is in the bread family, like mm-hmm. all of the good stuff. Think about a cinnamon stick, a cinnamon <sighs> bun. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, it's like, I mean, look at all of what bread has to offer. The possibilities are endless and then, You could literally just take a simple piece of baguette, spread some butter, some garlic butter on it, make a garlic bread. Like, who doesn't
1: love a garlic bread?
3: Yeah. I just fucking love bread.
1: Yeah absolutely and I mean I think this is what what put bread through to be the champion last year was it just came down to it everybody was like yeah bread is fucking great
3: <laughs> it's the basis of everything that food wise that I love All right. and again like it's just it's so comforting and it, yeah it's a permanent fixture for me I would love to be able to give it up because again I probably eat too much bread but that's never going to happen
1: I mean is there such a thing as too much bread I don't know I don't know. I don't know. You know, it's, it's, it's real good. Um, all right. Well, pasta won fair and square bread. We actually now have a tie. Don't get too upset, Ooh. but we have a tie. Uh, so this one is going to get thrown to our listeners. Folks, if you feel strongly about bread or if you feel strongly about coffee, uh, hop on our social media and vote in this poll because your vote counts. And we're going to see who makes it through in the champions to the semifinals. Trina, thank you so much for bringing us this far.
3: Oh my God, it's my pleasure. Team Bread, I hope Bread makes it through the tiebreaker. Come on, Bread, you can do this.
1: We got to make t shirts next year.
3: Yeah, Team Bread. Team
1: Bread, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, is there anything you want to plug? Um, Tell our listeners about where they can find you or what you're up to.
3: Yeah, so I can be found very easily on all social media platforms at Toronto Winter. It's the same everywhere. And I will be doing a bilingual solo show June 7th at Fairmount Theatre in Montreal. So make sure to check that out. Tickets are on sale now. It's part of this comedy festival called Dr. Mobilo. Mm -hmm. So I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Fantastic. Thank you so much. And we will put, of course, uh, links and handles in our show notes um, so people can find you.
3: Thank you.
0: Look, I got to say I'm, I'm about 50% aligned with Trena here in the, Trana only voted for one of the same things as Dalton. Yeah, I, I was mean, completely I, I
1: think you previously established this when you said you were 100% aligned with Dalton. Yeah. Uh, it kind of goes to, goes to track that you would be 50% aligned with with Trana. You know what? One thing I've got to say for Trana is that she... Uh, Justified all sure. her choices so well, and you've got to appreciate a woman who knows her mind sure, thank you, Dalton. Thank you, Trana. Mm-hmm. uh we have passed a proceeding to the next level uh I listen, rice has been a fan favorite this yeah, year yeah. that's gonna go hard like that's that's a tough one, yeah unlike rice that is a hard pill to swallow it's not gonna go down easy, yeah, like a nice soft bowl of congee when you're sick.
0: rice did go down easy though this time eh
1: yeah, rice, rice rice toppled right over in the face of pasta.
0: Rice has gotta have its year one year, right? Eventually sometime
1: you know, every year rice is so popular and people yeah. tell me I can't believe rice hasn't won. Well, you know what, folks, show up for it. Mm-hmm. You wanna see rice win? You gotta you gotta put your money where your grains are and so now, speaking of voting, uh, yeah. speaking of Pokemon going to the polls, the one joke that's never gonna die on this show, uh-huh. we got bread versus coffee once <laughs> again. This is at this point a celebrity grudge match. Yeah, these two have it in for each other. They want to fight.
0: They're gonna fight. The wild thing is we've had this we've had this tiebreaker before. Yep. we We did this already last year. This last was our finale time, last
1: year, and last year it was bread. So let's see this year will bread reign supreme, or will coffee I want to go somewhere. I want to go somewhere with hyping it up, but you know, the joke isn't isn't coming.
0: Will bread rise to the occasion, or will coffee grind down the competition will will bread will bread rise above? or will coffee
1: grind it down
0: Ooh, that's the one baby there we go make sure to go to our twitter and our instagram at no bad food pod and espresso yourself by voting look i'm just gonna say it this episode comes out during passover only one of these things is passover appropriate (laughs) yeah It's it's been a long day. It's
1: coffee versus bread, babies. And I feel like this is going to depend on if you're voting in the morning or the evening. So keep that in mind. (laughs) You
0: know, all that bread, all that evening bread people are eating, right?
1: So (laughs) you gotta have your night bread I
0: love my night bread
1: Thanks so much for listening to No Bad Food If you want to join the conversation, vote And also hit us up on the socials At No Bad Food Pod and individually At Tefer Bear and at Tom's Alatni I am also available on the internet At Whale Bone Stitch If you liked this episode And want to help us make the show even better Head to Patreon.com slash No Bad Food Pod And donate For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Gab, Thomas, Anne, Erica, Andrew, Chantal, David, Mallory, Sarah, Nala, Carol Ann, and Rachel. Rachel. All our muscle daddies who hold us tenderly in their arms.
0: Rachel, do you have big muscles? Tell us all about it in the comments. Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks. There's no comments on a podcast, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. Maybe we could do an episode about muscles. the, The bivalve. Or you know,
1: they're damn good. Or we
0: can talk about lean meat. <laughs> both options, if that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com/slash/nobadfoodpod to make if it happen. You get
1: really excited about lean meat. Boy, have I got a show for you, baby!
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you like all things muscular, that is both your own body and five valve, five Hit us up on the p- Patreon com
1: do you think a mermaid who was a muscle would just be like a little a little mermaid body torso coming out of a muscle shell
0: what's that what's that painting of the of the the, the naked lady isn't venus? that basically what that is
1: no that's that's venus and she was born on a cloud of foam and it's just botticelli who decided to put her on a half shell but her legs are not a shell she has legs But what if... Muscles do have feet, though. They have one big foot.
0: Horrifying. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Look, if your body has one enormous foot, I have good news for you. We have a merch store where you can get our logo on all kinds of different stuff. Uh, Maybe you can buy a single extremely large shoe or... um, pearls to hide inside of your freakish
1: body. I mean, if you're Tom and you have two enormous feet, you could probably also uh, get some socks. Do we have socks? Do no, we sell No, there's no footwear we, on our we, merch we, website okay. actually. No. Okay. Um anyway, buy a hats. tuke and you can put them on your feet. Yeah.
0: Um, hats on your feet.
1: But we have really cute merch. We have aprons. We have the aprons that come in child sizes. I'm just saying they're mm-hmm. really really cute. That
0: could maybe um, fit on your enormous foot.
1: Give your foot an apron. <laughs> You can (laughs) There's a merch link in our episode For you to do that Uh, And of course you can always support us For free by giving us a hug Or leaving us a rating and review On your podcatcher of choice And especially by sharing this With your muscular friends
0: Listen if you're a big muscle man With one big foot I'm starting to worry
1: about what your type is
0: Listen if you're a If you're a large man If you're a big boy Daddy, if you've got a big foot Wear an apron on it for me, please Please, Daddy, put an apron on your giant foot Our theme Um, music is by Zach
1: (laughs) (laughs) Please buy some merch and make Tom stop doing this <laughs> Never.
0: Our theme music is by Zach Pasta, Point of No Return, Ingalls, and our cover art is by David. The best part of waking up is insert tiebreaker winner here in your cup, Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode.
1: And, blessedly, last but not least, this show was produced by Tom Zalatni and Tephra Jemian and edited by Tom Zalatni as part of the big, muscly Podcavern Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com.
0: See you next week for the semifinals!
1: It just takes a
0: little
3: time
0: No bad food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to Podcavern.com. Report said, "Collection, discrepancy straightlined." Moth said, "Meet Moth. Moth travels everywhere and everywhen in search of often deadly discrepancies, and tries to make sense of the briefs she gets from Collection." There were
2: holes in the brief, you know. I don't like that. The Moth Collection podcast. It's science fiction with a little bit of horror. It's weird and funny and romantic, and there won't be another
0: season. 14 episodes, and that's it, people. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by Podcavern. What Mega Man boss would make the most terrifying kaiju? I, for one, want to be the first to welcome our new kaiju overlords. How would Adam Sandler
2: fit in the MCU? I injected myself with the Green Goblin serum. Oh. Debate This is a podcast that asks the questions about your favorite video games and comics that no one is asking. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you download podcasts, and on social media at Debate This Games. None of it's that so is so mind control. Though. It's so close. It's not and it's, so close. And it's, and it's, <laughs>